Hello, hello. Welcome to Health is on the Way. Uh, my name is Susana Dorava, the co-host, and I'm here with the host Katie Ellen from Beautiful Ones. Hi, babe. Hi, how are you today? Good, good. We got a busy day today, huh? <laughs> uh, super busy. Um, I had an employee call out unexpected, and so I was there on my day off. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a busy day. Oh, tell me first, like, how was IBS Vega? I'm sorry, with the beauty factor, you were really busy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you are super tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super tired. And that, like, usually um, when I get back from a vacation, or not a vacation, but, like, any type of trip, yeah. I, like, plan a day in between just so I could get my head straight. Well, our flight was delayed by, like, four hours. Um, and we ended up getting back at like, I think I was in bed by like 4.30 in the morning. And um, my store opens up at 10. And so I told uh, Josephine, my employee, that, you know, she could come in later and, you know, I would take take the, the morning shift because, you know, I thought that was the right thing to do. Um, so, you know, I showed up at 10 o'clock and just really haven't stopped <laughs> since then. Um, there's a lot to do and yeah, I've, I've definitely been burning the candle at both ends for the past, I don't know, eight, 84 hours. <laughs> Tell me the story about the package. Like, I, you know, I have seen your stories. I know a lot of people, uh, have seen it, but some not. And sometimes, you know, we show the rainbows and the good things about the business, but they don't know what actually behind the scenes, especially when you go to a show, you know, IBS, you have a brand, you have a booth, so you have to have everything in order and display, you know, send the, the you know, all the package. And I saw that one package have to be Miami one day before and what's that? Can you tell the story? Yes. So I was getting everything packed. And I think that I definitely like jinxed myself on the podcast the week before because I was talking about how like I like to take everything with me because I don't trust the carriers. Well, I was packing everything up in my suitcases and yeah. um, I got a new banner and it was longer than I expected. And so like it didn't fit into my suitcase. And so like our store is located in Georgia and Miami is literally like the state next to us. And so I was like, if I pay for overnight shipping, you know, it's not that big of a package. It should get there with no issues, you know? And so I paid for the overnight shipping. How, how much was this? The overnight shipping, I think it was like $150. So it wasn't anything crazy, yeah. but it still wasn't like, it wasn't cheap. Yeah. yeah. Um, I even got like the early time on it, which was a little bit more expensive just to be sure. Um, I was up until like four o'clock that night, just like cleaning and making sure like everything was good to go. I like to make sure that like I come home to like a clean house and like a clean store, everything's like ready when I get back. Um, so I was up really early in the morning, just doing my to-do list. Um, went to sleep, woke up probably around 10 and I checked the tracking on the uh, banner that it's sent overnight and it was still in Atlanta and my heart just like dropped I was like what are you kidding me like it should have been in Miami at that time I paid for the 10 o'clock 
and it was still in Atlanta. So that's how I started my morning. And I called um, UPS, mm-hmm. put it on hold for like 30 minutes, finally got in contact with somebody. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, it'll be there on Saturday. And I pay overnight, not yeah, like, like two days. <laughs> like the show is on Saturday. Like that doesn't work for me. <laughs> um, and so I had her track it down and it was at the Atlanta hub, which was about an hour and a half from my house. And I was like, if I go down there, can I get it? And she's like, probably, you know, probably not. They don't have a pickup station. It could be on any like in any area, like they can't track it down. And I was like, well, too bad. (laughs) Like I literally jumped into my car uh, on hold with this person who's trying to get 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 a hold of the people at the Atlanta hub to see if they can track down the package. Um, If you saw my stories, I was on the phone for two hours with them. Uh, I finally get to the hub and I'm still on hold, still, you know, waiting for them to get a hold of somebody. Um, And I walk in like really flustered and just like trying to figure things out. And if you know me, like I'm a little bit of a, like a smart ass, but I was actually very well behaved. And I walked in and I was like, hey, I'm trying to figure out what this package is. Um, It was supposed to be delivered to Miami today. And obviously it's not. Um, I I need that package because I'm getting on a plane in two hours and I need to take it with me. Um, And the guy got on the, like, got on the phone, like, he was calling somebody, and I assumed it was, like, a manager or something, and, like, two minutes later, the sheriff walked in the door. Like, the police, what? police on me. He literally called the police on me, and I was, like, like, I looked at her, and I was just, like, I didn't even know he called you, and she just, like, kind of looked at me, and it was funny, because her eyelashes were done. <laughs> Her eyelashes were done, and so she felt like she was like, I felt like she was like my very lash godmother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to get arrested before I get on my plane. I'm not going to be able to go. So, like, I kind of tell her the situation. I'm like, hey, you know, they didn't do their job. I'm trying to get my package. I'm just trying to, to get my property and get on this plane. And so, like, while, while I'm asking for this, the lady that I haven't even talked to that works at UPS starts like going at me. She was, she was like, you're not getting your package and you do just like starts like harassing me. Yeah. And so I was like, excuse me. And so then I went back at her because like, I'm at a 10 right now. Like I'm so frustrated. And I was like, why are you talking to me like this? Like, I'm not even talking to you. Like you're making the situation 10 times worse. And I get so emotional that I start crying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because all I want is my package mm-hmm. and the the, the officer like pulls me away and like takes me outside and she's like hey hey just breathe just breathe and I was like that wasn't necessary and I'm like bawling <laughs> and she's I like, will too I oh probably I, I will be fighting with everyone there okay. and, uh, so she was like I, I'm on your side like but you know she didn't she didn't need to do that like you weren't you weren't being inappropriate you're just asking for something like you know I'm on your side. And so the sheriff goes in and gets the manager and tells him the situation. And the manager is gone or goes to like look for the package. And he's like, hey, 
like, I just want to let you know that the chances of me finding this are like one in a thousand, like it could be anywhere. And I was like, well, if it's here, I'm not leaving without it. <laughs> and so he's like, okay. Um, and so I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, oh my God, but, what am I going to do? But the, the packets were all around there. So maybe you, were you able maybe to check around and find your package? Or why they would not be able to find a package? Everything is scanned, right? Or I don't know. So you know how like you go to UPS and like you drop off a package? Mm -hmm. Then they pick up that package and all of the UPS packages goes to that hub. And then they get put on like the planes or on the on the um, cars that they need to be put on. Mm -hmm. So there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of packages there. And it's not as easy as saying, oh yeah, like here's our 10 packages and oh, there's yours. Um, like it's huge. So it could have been anywhere. Well, he found it. <laughs> he literally oh this little like uh, buggy car and he has a package and I like my heart was just like, Oh my god! <laughs> but like at this point, the package is like bare, like hanging on for bare, dare, like dear life. Like I had to tape it like three times, and I didn't have time to like repackage it. And so we checked it onto the flight, and it made it. It made it, <laughs> but it was oh my gosh, that package! Like as soon as I could throw away that box and get rid of it, <laughs> never see that box again. My God. Oh my God, it was such, such an event. So yes, that is the story of, of my package, but I got it, so. I remember I was lashing and I was uh, checking stories in between client. I saw that and I was like, yeah, just my jaw was dropping. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna text her. I'm not gonna call her, tell her how it's going on. I'm gonna make it worse. So I will, I, will, I know she's gonna be fine. Yeah. But I was like checking and then you're like, I found it. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And you made it. I'm like, okay, great. And in hindsight, like it was just like the backdrop um, for like the event so that, you know, our logos everywhere. And so, mm -hmm. you know, we would have been able to, to function without it, but it's just the whole like planning process and paying for it and then it not working and just the stress of everything. It just really got to me. So you know, I'm glad that that's over. <laughs> it was a fun event. Um, got to meet a lot of people. Um, yeah, so I'm back. <laughs> I am back. How back to the grind. Back to the grind. Back to the grind. Back to the next thing. Now, you're really good. Now about uh, your employee. Oh, God. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. <laughs> yeah, so guys, um, Running a business is, is not easy. Um, the bigger the business, the bigger the problem. So, yes, um, this is why sometimes I cannot work with people, <laughs> like be in charge of people, because I cannot tell the people work or do what you actually were hired to do. Yeah, I cannot uh, do it. So, you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, I want to tread lightly with this. Just for personal reasons, but um, yeah. yeah, I feel like with this certain employee, um, I, I feel like I've really bent over backwards because I feel like making sure an employee is paid their worth 
um, is appreciated. Uh, they feel like they're appreciated. They're going to perform better at their job. Um, and some of you might be mad at me for saying this, but I think that like the younger generation just doesn't have the same work ethic as my generation. Um, okay. And I've, I've dealt with younger employees that like just feel very entitled. Um, and I just don't, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. And I'm not saying that that's everybody. Like, obviously there's like people that have work ethic that are young. I'm not saying that it, everybody's like that, but in my experience, um, it, it has been hard. Uh, it's definitely one of the hardest things is finding a good employee and being a good employee. Um, I think that the old saying goes that you hire slowly and fire quickly. I was about to say that. Yeah, that's why I heard. Um, but honestly, I think sometimes business owners, we work so much because it's our baby. But sometimes we have to understand that other people, whoever you hire, is not going to work as hard as we do. But at least do the job that you were hired for, right? And not try to not do it or, yeah. So this is what happened behind the scenes of every single business. And and with me, I have a little, I would say not affected, affected kind of emotionally, I would say, because I, I have seen some of my clients, they have been raving, you know, with me, uh, getting uh, services somewhere else or trying just to nick out and then, and I asked, and they, they told me, well, um, honestly, I cannot afford you anymore, inflation. And and that's why they go uh, cheaper, even though sometimes told me, you know, the quality is not the same. But at the same time, so, and I hear a lot of Lash forums that Lash artists are like, some clients are leaving, I'm not as busy, uh, inflation, stuff like that, but I'm not gonna lower my prices because I'm making less money too with inflation. So I just have to think positive and maybe attract uh, clients that might fit better um, my, my schedule, my work ethic, my prices, I would say. And I yeah, think it's because... inflation is like, it's real. Like it's, you go to the gas pumps and you see it. Gas used to be at how much? Like two something. And now yes. we're at it's close to $5. Yes. Yes. And, and I do understand that. But like I say, I think a lot of lash artists were going through me and then I'm like, what? You should be my raving. You were my raving, you know, client, but you no, know, and I, I, I don't think I'm saying that like against you. I'm just saying that to like anybody else that might be listening. That's having that same issue with like client retention, like keeping clients and like maybe not having as many clients as you once did. Like, I think it's a universal problem at this point. Yes. And in me, I have been like, okay, yeah, I can attract more clients, but honestly, it kind of, all artists, it kind of affects us a little bit, like our ego or it's not ego, it's our, because you get attached to some clients and your clients, some of your clients become your friends and and even though we don't own our clients and they can go wherever they want, but seeing them getting their lashes done somewhere else, I was like, mm, like, you know, it, it gets you a little emotional, I would say. 
it's hard. It's hard to like separate business and your heart. And I don't think that it's a hundred percent necessary to do that all the time. I think that it's important to have your heart in your business, but know the difference between the two. Like you can't lead your business solely with your heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, well, I'm lucky that uh, new clients are coming. Uh, but I still, I will just now focus on do my best, best better lashes, do better lashes. So my clients, if they have to go, they know they will see the difference, the quality or treat them better. Um, and I'm thinking, like I told you, I'm trying to pivot, um, change a little bit and different things, you know, focusing more on my training. And because honestly, I'm like, what's next? What's next? I'm kind of getting a little, uh, I would say, burnout of being on, behind the chair uh, because it takes a lot of my time and, and I feel like I can do more things um, not being on the chair too much. But at the same time, with the things I want to do requires money. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm uh, spending a lot of money and uh, on my business right now, and I'm a person who likes to hire coaches because this is how I work the best and kind of short my time of what I want to do. I know I can do it alone and figure it out myself, but if they can guide me and tell me kind of the faster way to do it, uh, why not? Plus, I'm perfectionist, so I need someone who tell me, no, nope, just do it. You know, no, nope, just it's fine. Just just go for it. So. You know, I could do that for free, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. I have a question for you then. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a lash artist who maybe isn't, uh, doesn't have like the demand or the skill level that you do right now, um, and they are struggling with keeping clients due to inflation, what advice do you have for these new artists that are struggling right now? Let me understand with your question. Um, what you mean, like? So for you, you you can easily say like, I'm not gonna raise my or I'm not lowering my prices. I still have like a good clientele. I know that people still will like come and get my services, but that's not the case for everybody. Some people um, don't have a full book and don't have people lining up to be on their books. Yeah. So with the inflation, like, what advice can you give for those artists that are at the point that you are right now? Well, everything is going up. Unfortunately, some cannot lower their prices. They just have to put more value in what they offer. Uh, me, unfortunately, cannot lower my prices. So I have to show more the value. I have to show how good my retention is. I had to show my clients that they don't have to come, you know, every two weeks. They can make it three and it's still looking amazing. Uh, and for new lash artists, I depend when you start, you have to not charge like a top prices. I think I don't want you to be super cheap neither. It's like a soft price, like, or you can maybe get a discount to attract people in the beginning and then show them the value of your lashes and go back to your normal prices. This is something that is affecting everyone. You know, gas is expensive. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's I think that's a 
good thing about the, the beauty industry in general is that it's kind of recession proof. Um, so yeah. will hit us, it will affect us, but it won't hit us as hard as other industries. So that's yeah. something yeah. to like keep in mind. Um, and yeah. the, only, the only way that you're going to book out is by gaining that experience and gaining those clientele. And so maybe you need to work a little bit harder for those clients to get those clients than you would originally, but just like grinding. You just got to grind 24-7 to get those people in your chairs and then keep them, you know? Yes. Like, like with me, I was like, hey, I have an opening. And honestly, not even five minutes, there was be someone already booking. Or I used to have a waiting list. And now I'm like, I have a spa. Okay, yeah, let me see that that doesn't work. So it, but I still have one spa open, which is kind of weird for me. So... And, and me, word of uh, word, uh, word of mouth is really important. But now I feel like um, I have to talk about my business. I have to post. I have to do that to keep attracting. And it's something like a business always should do. But I was, I guess, getting too comfy. And I think that's something good for me because sometimes you get too comfy. Oh, clients want to come to me. And that's not the way it should be. Yeah. So this is kind of like, right now when I put me in that position, I'm like, I'm thankful for the clients, especially my faithful clients that come to me. And now I'm going to do everything for them, even more than I used to do. I'm not saying I was not doing it, but now I realize who's really my clientele, who really put a chuchilash shirt on and, and go for it. And and with them, now I'm giving them like surprise, like a little presents, which I usually do it for Christmas or stuff like that, but just a surprise, like a say thank you. Appreciation, yeah. You know? So honestly, it was something good for me because um, it, it doesn't mean like my business was, I was not doing good because I always try that every single client that comes to my share, treat them like a J-Lo, you know, it's the, the Jones, stuff like that. But I'm trying a little bit more. I'm concentrating a little bit more. I'm putting more passion. I'm putting more effort. And uh, that's actually um, good. And maybe that's what I needed. I think that uh, it's interesting what you said, because the guy that runs my ads, he, mm -hmm. he told me, um, when you are doing the best in your business, is when you should be pushing the hardest with like advertisement and stuff. Um, yeah. Because then it like, it literally doesn't seem desperate. Like it, he's like, it is so hard to translate like what people see and like they could feel the difference between like this business is booming and these, there's ads and they're going to be in your face and this business is struggling and these ads are in your face. Um, so yeah, like just take that definitely into consideration and as a, tip of advice like if your business is at the best that it's ever been keep pushing forward that's when you need to push the hardest yeah yeah I have been I have been pushing but like I I told you the last I think the last podcast I say about it like I was like a little like off mm -hmm. a little burnout, out but I'm getting a lot of things in place she got her group back what's that <laughs> she got her group back 
<laughs> and um yeah and i'm feeling more energetic and everything and and ready for more things so things happen for a reason and yeah um like today i got a new client tomorrow i have another new client and i'm excited to meet them and give them you know my best out there i'm usually don't have new people often because oh. my clients constantly are coming the same ones but it's excited. And, and at the same time, it made me uh, think about my business. How can I improve and how can I pivot a little bit more? Um, I want to tell everyone that our next coming podcast, we don't know it's going to be the next one, but we're going to talk everything about retention. So if you have some questions about retention, please comment on our Facebook group. Lashes, marketing, and retail. And ask any questions that you have about retention, uh, tag me or Katie, and we're going to answer all your questions on the podcast. You also can send us the questions on DMs on our Instagrams because I cannot wait to talk about retention. I Why don't you make a post on our group, on our Facebook group? Why don't you make a post about it so that people can, like, you could, like, oh. you, like, that retention and then people can put their answers in there. I think that's a good idea. We should do it. Uh I will do that. Um and you guys can you know comment all your questions about retention because I'm gonna be really open about retentions. That's something like uh lash artists struggle and honestly I think it's my job. <laughs> I have really good retention with my clients thanks God um I took a lot of education so um, yeah, we can talk everything about retention. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you soon about retention. I hope I to hope see Beautiful Wands as one of the biggest, biggest eyelash brands brand in the industry. You have to you put have in to that work, work and those hours, hours and that time and that grit. Stay beautiful. beautiful.